to The Ron Hall Show, where number one New York Times best-selling author, movie producer, and international art dealer will entertain and inspire you. Here's your host, Ron Hall. Hey, welcome to my show where we share the meaningful that makes life beautiful. And on this special edition of the Ron Hall Show, we want to honor the millions of veterans who have served our country and protected our freedom. But before we get started, I want to remind our listeners to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know, it's called At The Ron Hall Show. And this is where you'll be notified about new episodes coming. And also, you can join the conversation. You can share your own stories. You can even ask me a question. Or you can recommend something that you'd like for me to talk about on the show. So head on over to the Ron Hall Show and give us a follow. Today's special guest is a Navy veteran known as the Pirate Hunter. He hails from one of my favorite cities in all of America, and that is Charleston, South Carolina. Since transitioning out of the service, he uses his pirate skills and passion to help business professionals and veterans. In 2018, he founded the very successful sign company, Signs by Veterans, where his mission is to continue veteran development, generating purpose in their lives that truly decreases the suicide numbers. His motto is, Excellence Expected, and he was nominated for Forbes Magazine Top 30 Professionals Under 30. Welcome to the show, the great American patriot and hero, the pirate hunter, Justin Myers. <laughs> uh, what a wonderful introduction, Ron. Thank you very much for having me. All right. You just sound like a badass. You know what? I mean, we've known each other. We've met, but I'm looking at you again for the first time in a year or so. I mean, you just look like a badass a pirate hunter. I, I don't know how any other way to describe it. A good looking <laughs> badass pirate hunter. Wow. That sounds like a great book or a movie and an extremely dangerous way to make a living. So uh, what's the story behind the Pirate Hunter? Uh, yeah, man. So, uh, so I got the nickname uh, from being the shooter in the 2010 uh, pirate attack on the USS Ashland. Uh, I was a 25 millimeter gunner uh, on, on station when, uh, when we took fire and, and I returned fire. And I, I uh, got one confirmed kill and neutralized the threat in, uh, in two, two rounds. Uh, so it was only two shots. Uh, before we before we had uh, disintegrated their we had blown up their their uh, pirate skiff and the mission then went to a to a search and rescue mission and I was on the boarding team that went out and and captured uh, their survivors and then we brought them back uh, to the United States uh, a little bit later and uh, led to the first prosecution of piracy in over 200 years. Okay, where did all this happen? I know you said it was on the Ashland uh, of the ship. Uh, so the, we were we were we were about three hundred miles east of Somalia. Oh, that's a bad place to be. <laughs> no, yeah, that's, I mean, dangerous, dangerous if waters. A, if you're a pirate hunter, that's probably the best place to be. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly, man. We were right in the hot spot. Whoa. Well, that's some other. Uh, that's where also Captain Phillips and all of that took place as well, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. I had a friend of mine that was a shooter for Captain Phillips. Wow. You know, this is exciting uh, to, to have you on the show because, you know, it's people like you that, that keep our country free and are willing to put your life on the line because, 
I mean, you said you fired some shots, you took some shots. I mean, one of those could have taken you out. And so, I mean, you were brave enough to stand and take those shots. I just want to honor you and, and let you know that how much we appreciate your service and what a great American you are. So thank you, man. My pleasure. It's the best, best job I ever had, man. Having a, having a hunt license. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just, I want to get back to that for just a second. Were you kind of uh, nervous about that? It was any, uh, were you shaking or anything like that? No, I mean, it was, uh, it was all in, it was all my training, man. I trained, uh, I trained every day for, for over two and a half years, Ron, uh, so I had, I had, you know, thousands upon thousands of hours of, of active training to be able to handle that situation. And, and really when, when everything went down, my instincts and my training kicked in and I didn't really think uh, for, for about five minutes, it was all just execution of my training and, uh, and it led to a successful operation. Wow. And congratulations on that. So this I mean, there's got to be a book or a movie about this. So uh, is that? I'm, I'm, I'm working on it, Ron. I'm working on it, man. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, have, I have had a lot of requests. Um, I've had some interest from SoftRep, uh, which is a special operations uh, reporting uh, community. And I've had some interest from the U.S. Naval Institute Press uh, about doing the book. And, and I'm trying to, trying to navigate and get some chapters down and, and uh, really tell a story um, about my life and, and things that I've been through and uh, uh, what led me to the Navy. Uh, one thing that most people don't know is, is I was a junior Olympic fighter. Uh, I, was, I, was got, I went to the junior Olympics for boxing and Taekwondo. Wow. Uh, so I, I, I'd always grown up a fighter and, and kind of just transitioned, transitioned that into the Navy. And uh, they developed me a lot further. Well, we, we uh, share something in common. May I say that you're the same kind of different as me. In high school, uh, I tried a little boxing myself in the Golden Gloves, and, and I took a knockout punch in the nose, uh, and I never wanted to box again. So I didn't, I didn't <laughs> want to pursue that career any further. But what, what actually made you join the Navy? Um, you know, what, what actually made me join the Navy, it's a, it's a funny story, man. I... Uh, I went, I actually went to the Marine Corps. My, my entire family on my dad's side uh, dates back to the Continental Marine Corps um, back in the 1700s. And I went to the Marine Corps and I didn't have a high school diploma. So they, uh, they told me that I, I couldn't join. I'd have to have a, a waiver and, and, and they were out of waivers. So they didn't think they'd be able to get me in. So I went over to the, to the Navy office and, uh, and I asked the recruiter, I said, what's the closest thing I can do to be in a Marine? And, uh, and they're like, well, we got, we got a good list of options for you. Uh, so we sat down and, and uh, went over, went over some, some special operations stuff. And, uh, and that was kind of what I was set on. Um, but I ended up getting DQ'd in, in, uh, in MEPS in, at, at uh, the entrancing process station uh, on my vision. I was not correctable to 2020, so I couldn't do special warfare. So the next best thing the Navy had to offer was being a gunner's mate. Mm -hmm. um, so I chose to sign up as a gunner's mate. Hmm. Were you just going in for a stint or were you actually looking at a career at the time? No, I was, I, you know, I, I was, looking, I was looking at a, a complete life change and, and a career change. Um, my my father-in-law at the time uh, was was lieutenant commander in the Riverine Squadron 
and I got to go to their establishment ceremony and see what these guys do. And, and I love the boats, the small boats and the gunfire off the small boats and the big guns. And I thought it was an absolute blast. I was like, well, let, let's, uh, let's give the Navy a try. Yeah, where did, where did you uh, start your training in the Navy? So I started, I, I shipped out of Jacksonville and went, went to Great Lakes up in Illinois. And I was in Great Lakes. Uh, I graduated boot camp in April. Um, and then I stayed up there for gun school. And I was there through August of 07 um, is when I left gun school. And, and then I, from there, I went, I got stationed in uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Okay. So what, uh, that's uh, where the Navy SEALs are stationed there as well, I guess. Or yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the Navy's are split. Uh, the Navy SEALs are split. Uh, the, the even team numbers mm -hmm. are on the East Coast in Virginia Beach. And the odd team number guys are in Coronado, California. Okay. So, uh, so in this training that you were doing, what were you actually trained to do? So as in the Navy in my beginning, the beginning of my career, um, I was originally trained as a small arms, uh, ex weapons expert mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and marks, uh, doing marksmanship instructing and stuff like that. Um, so I went through, I went through a lot of schools dealing with armory, uh, kind of, uh, policy and, and learning about the guns and how to fix the guns and repair guns. And then uh, got into the, to the weapon side of, of the shooting side of the weapons as a, uh, as a, as a small arms instructor. Um, and the, I trained, I trained like a thousand sailors and Marines wow. uh, on how to shoot, qualified a lot of experts. And, um, and then from there, uh, after my first deployment, um, which was in 2008. In 2009, they sent me to the visit board search and seizure school uh, where I was trained by SEALs uh, on how to take over hostage uh, ships that have been taken hostage and how to do search and, search and patrols uh, in the open waters. Mm, wow, that sounds exciting. <laughs> it was, man. It was a lot of fun. Well, I guess, you know, when you train for that, you want to come up on a pirate at some point, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. I didn't, I didn't join the Navy to be on the sidelines. I joined the Navy to be in the fight and, uh, and, and to be as close to the special warfare community as I could possibly be and support them and their missions and what they do. Um, so, so I got very fortunate to, to be um, on the career path that I ended up when I worked with the Marines in 2008 very heavily I worked with about 18 different countries, uh, navies, and training them uh, for for seaboard operations, and um, and I was I was very blessed uh, to have a lot of uh, a lot of skill invested in me to perform mm -hmm. for the navy. So um, I guess you're a strong Second Amendment rights activist, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> you like Absolutely. to hunt too, probably, right? <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I don't get to hunt enough, man. Uh, I, I haven't been in the woods in a couple of years. Oh man! Um, but I do love. I do absolutely love to hunt. Um, I love. I love to thrill the hunt. I don't like to. Uh, I don't like to sit in a stand. No, I don't uh, either. I, I like to. I like to go and and actually search and and do a real hunt. Yeah. Um, I don't believe in corn and bait and stuff like that. I mean, there's people that do it, yeah. um, you know, but, but to me, I enjoy the th thrill of the hunt. Yeah. Sounds like it. Hey, what was your, uh, 
when you were being deployed all over the world, did you have a favorite place or a favorite deployment other than the, when you shot the pirate? <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I've, I've been very fortunate, Ron. I, I've been to 23 countries. Wow. Um, and I would, I would say uh, a couple of my top places, uh, it's hard to narrow down to one, but I would say uh, Greece uh, would definitely be in the top. Israel, uh, Italy was absolutely amazing. Um, I liked uh, Turkey's a little, Turkey's a, it's a beautiful country. It's a little wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but it's a it's a beautiful country. Um, Seychelles was a really cool French resort island off the coast of Africa that we went to. Um, I enjoyed that a lot. And um, let's see that that's I mean Israel's probably one of the coolest coolest places. Like I got to go to Jerusalem on yeah. Easter Sunday. Like well. you know. Yeah, I mean, it was just a, uh, it was a powerful experience. Mm. The, um, I know when you were, when you left the Navy, you, you began using those skills, uh, you know, to help people, veterans and all of that. So what skills in the Navy, I mean, I know you were trained as a shooter, but obviously you had to have some other skills uh, that help you in your business that helped you in your, uh, in helping other veterans, because, you know, on this veterans day, you know, we're talking about veterans that some of them, uh, really need some help. So what kind of skills do you think? Do you think the Navy gave you great skills to help other people? I think, I think the Navy, uh, the Navy took a hold of me and developed me, uh, you know, with, with intention. I had, I had really good senior leadership, uh, that, that, that molded me, you know, I, I was responsible um, at one point in my career, I was responsible for 354 sailors. And uh, I think, I think it, it gave me a lot of management and leadership skills with different personalities and, and dealing with, with life situations. It's a lot of managing the people. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you got to manage the projects, uh, but it's a lot about managing the people. Um, the, more, the better you take care of your people, the better they're going to do for you. And, and at the end of the day, as a leader, that's your goal is to develop more leaders within the organization so that you can, you know, look, play at a higher, higher frequency and a higher level um, instead of being inside of the frame all the time. Um, but it definitely gave me a lot of skills, um, especially on the gun range, dealing, <laughs> dealing, with, uh, dealing with a lot of personalities on a gun range with loaded weapons will, will teach you how to deal with a lot of people for sure. Exactly. Well, I know that uh, you founded this very successful company. Uh, this, I guess, is it nationwide signs for veterans? Yeah, we do. We do signs nationwide. Uh, and signs I, by veterans. I'm sorry, signs yeah. by veterans. But uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's a nationwide. You do signs nationwide, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah, we do them all over the country. Um, right now, I've got I've got deals going on in like seven different states right now. Um, so it's it's a lot of a lot of controlled chaos. Um, as I, as I call it, but you know, we have a, we have a lot of, uh, processes in place to help keep it smooth and, uh, and efficient for our clients and customers so that we can maintain our, our production timelines and installation timelines around the country. So how does, how does signs, uh, by veterans help veterans really? Um, so we, we do offer employment, um, obviously. Um, we, we, have a, we have a path towards freedom that we believe 
in and um and we take i've hired homeless veterans off the streets and uh and given them a job and and had them produce signage and do do stuff around the shop just yeah. whatever i can do I, I try to get them into the sales role as fast as i can because ultimately that's where the most money in every organization is made is in the sales role so i try to i, I have a process and, and system in place for these guys to go and and work with some of the leading companies in in the world um so it's really just offering the platform and, and the connection and the, the ability to take their skill sets, develop and, and to, into an elite professional and work with some of the biggest companies in America. Uh, you know, uh, you know me and know that I work with the homeless all across America. And it's so sad, especially sad for me, not only to see homeless children, uh, but I see so many homeless vets, and I know uh, very often it's a, it's a mental thing that's caused them to be homeless, not just lack of a job. But uh, blessings to you for what you're, you're doing with them. I want to know what, as Americans, do you have uh, any suggestions of what we just, as ordinary Americans, can do to help homeless vets? Yeah, you know, I think, I think um, a, couple, a couple things. I think one remembering that we're all humans and and everybody has a story um and really really trying to understand <clears throat> excuse me really trying to understand where they've come from and what they've been through um so you're not just you're not just there you know as a, as a fake partition to say i'm there to help you like i'm there to really understand like what really happened yeah and and what what there's so many resources, Ron, that are available. So it's, yes, we have a major homeless problem. A large part of that is just not getting them to the programs. They, they need, they need to, uh, they need, they're embarrassed. A lot of them are very, very embarrassed um, because of what they've done in their life that have led them to where they are. So I think a large part of that is getting past the embarrassment and the, and the shame of, of being in that position and, and really humanizing um, and, re, and, and remembering that, that they do have purpose and that they did do great things and they can get back to that greatness that they have inside of them. Yeah. Do you think the VA is doing uh, enough to help the veterans or could be more there? Um, I think there's a lot of people that are doing a lot for veterans that are a lot better than the VA. Um, okay. The, the VA definitely uh, definitely has its work cut out for them, for sure. Um, there's a lot of leadership issues inside of the VA. A lot of, there's a ton of process uh, failures throughout the VA, which I think is a large part of the problem and the holdup. Uh, but, but the VA definitely needs, needs to do some fixing. Uh, but, but there, again, Ron, there's, there's so many resources out there um, that aren't just from the VA. That's, you know, and I think that's, I think that uh, that needs to, there needs to be a national, um, like a national subscription listing of, of, the, of the charities and organizations. Um, I mean, I, I, can, I can count thousands of them that, that'll help get homeless off the street. I mean, there are cities that are building homeless 
shelters specifically for homeless veterans. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of celebrity athletes have pitched in and started helping uh, doing small villages for homeless veterans. So there's a lot of programs out there. I think that we just need to do better as, as a nation of getting a hold of our veterans and, and really humanizing them and giving them their purpose back. I yeah. think a large part of their, their hopelessness is a lack of purpose. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I try to create inside of my company is, is a sense of purpose to do something bigger than yourself. Right. You know, we're, we're working on trying to build the world's economy through signage, you know, and, and contribute to global organizations to help the, the, the world do better and, and give back more. So we're doing our part, um, you know, that way. You know, um, I want you uh, at this time just to speak briefly to our younger generation who may be listening today who may not really realize the importance of the military and the future of our uh, great nation and really uh, in our freedom. They don't, I don't think they understand. A lot of people are wanting to defund the police and reduce the military and all of these kind of things because uh, what is a, as a veteran of a military and someone who has put uh, your life on the line for our country, what can you have to say to the younger generation who doesn't believe in military powers? Or, I think that uh, I think my message to the younger generation would be that uh, that there's there's a very large world out there, and uh, I, I've I've had the the ability to to travel to 23 countries and see uh, the amount of evil that is really out there. Um, it's it's not America is a very 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 safe country. That is not like that in a large, a lot of parts of the world. The, a large part of the world is full of violence and chaos and destruction. And if you don't maintain power and control and have a force willing to, to sacrifice their life to protect those freedoms and liberties that we have in this country, that we won't be here. Because there's a lot of countries that are planning their next attack on America as we speak every single day there's a threat to our freedom and a threat a threat to our liberties uh across the across the nation across the world it's not just america that they're going after they're going after our allies and and it's it's a bloody dangerous place to be without without a force to control and and be willing to keep the peace for everybody else yeah I'm just curious, uh, I don't know this, and you may not know it either, but um, you know, I just see the millennial generation that seem like, just almost like the hippies from the 60s, that they don't really uh, engage with what's going on in the, in the world and, and what it costs to be a free country. But as, uh, as in choosing careers, uh, I don't hear many of them talking about military careers. so. Speak to that for a second. What what's the advantage of a military career? I think I think there's a lot of advantages to a military career. I, the uh, a little known fact: the military is the single largest institution to produce entrepreneurs in any other institution in the United States. Um, so there are more business owners in the United States that are veterans uh, that have graduated from Harvard or Yale or any of the Ivy League schools. Uh, so the military gives you a a very good foundation for the success that you're going to need throughout life. 
the civilian world is extraordinarily disorganized and full of disarray and chaos, and there's no structure. Mm-hmm. The military is going to provide you a structure and set you up on a, on a success plan to really take your and develop your skills so that you can become a very successful civilian and, and contribute to the society in a very positive, positive and meaningful way. Hey, uh, th- yeah, I appreciate that. And I'll tell you, my personal story is that in 1966, I was failing in my grades. I was a third year student, uh, uh, actually a senior at TCU in Fort Worth, Texas. And my direct grades dropped below uh, a two point average. And so I was drafted into the military, into the army. And uh, two years in the army, I came back from a failing student to a straight A student graduating uh, with, with honors and with a master's degree. And I give all the credit to the skills and to the discipline that I was uh, given in the army in that two years uh, from in 67 and 68. So. Uh, Absolutely right. I truly, I truly believe that it is one of the best stepping stones that a, that a young person can take in their life. It's going to give you such a different perspective. You're going to be around so many different people from all walks of life all over the world. Um, you know, there's, there's people from all over the world that serve our military. So you, you'll be, you'll become very cultured and, uh, and you're going to get a lot of discipline and structure to, to really set yourself up for success when you get back into the civilian world. Well, you are a perfect example of that because you have achieved a great success here uh, in the Science by Veteran. And, and I want to know, what is it now that's still, you're still a young man, you're still growing a company, but what is on uh, Justin Meyer's bucket list? Um, I, am, I am actually, so this, this is going to be the first time anybody hears this other than, uh, <laughs> other than some speakers. Um, but I am hosting the Veterans Growth Summit in, uh, in Dallas, Texas, in, uh, April 10th, two, 2021. Oh, right. And I have uh, some, some of the most amazing speakers um, from, from across America's top business owners um, and, and some top authors. Uh, they're going to be coming together and giving, uh, giving veterans a path to, to freedom that they fought for. So I, I believe that, that we, we have skills and, and there's a lot of freedoms that, that the world has to offer. And, uh, and I'm, I'm bringing my connections and my network of, of people like Sharon Lecter and Tim Story and Bradley and Michael Burt um, and uh, a couple, uh, maybe, uh, maybe a, a couple unknown seals that everybody <laughs> knows. Everybody knows them, but I, I don't want to. I don't want to give it away. Yeah. Hey. Um, uh, so how how are they going to find out about this? Now I want to go too. So I know, man. I, I I'm I'm putting out. Uh, I'm I'm trying to get a website and Facebook page up. Okay. Um. We're we're getting everything in the works. So we'll uh, say stay tuned to the Ron Hall Show and or to Science by Veterans. You'll be posting this on your yeah. own website. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Follow me, Justin Myers, Pirate Hunter, on Instagram and Facebook. Um. It'll definitely be announced there. Um, but it's, yeah, it's something that I've been working on the last few months, getting these speakers put together and, and trying to locate, get a venue location in Dallas and, and trying to get, uh, everything going. I've got, uh, Fox news has press packs. Um, so we're expecting to have Fox news represented there. 
Um, so I'm, I'm really excited and, uh, and looking forward to it. But yeah, definitely stay tuned All right. to sign for my veterans and Justin Myers Pirate Hunter on social. All right, well, uh, sign me up because I, I want to be there. And, uh, uh, and I'm excited for you, Justin. It's been a thrill having you on the show today. And, uh, and if, I don't know if you have any final comments for, uh, for America and our listeners on uh, this uh, Veterans Day special show. Absolutely. You know, at, at, at the end of the day, we, we have a lot of freedoms um, that we take for granted. And there's a lot of men and women that have laid down their life for us to be able to enjoy the, the, the pursuit of happiness that, that we've been given here in the United States of America. And regardless of political view, whether you're Republican or you're Democrat or you're Libertarian, at the end of the day, we're all Americans. And this country was built on the American dream that you can come from nothing and rise to greatness. So never forget the fact that, that the opportunities are abundant and they are out there for you to obtain the freedoms in life that you choose to that you choose to pursue. Hey, that's beautiful. And I want to remind all of our listeners: uh, if you know somebody, and I know that everyone knows someone that has served our country in any and all branches of the service, make their day by giving them a call and thanking them for their service because they are truly great Americans. I want to remind all of our listeners to follow Justin Myers on his uh, podcast and all of uh, his social media, uh, Justin Myers, the Pirate Hunter. Thanks, Justin, for being on the show today. And to all of our listeners, I want to remind you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, in the famous words of my old friend, Denver Moore, I'm fixing to do something for you that the devil ain't never done for you. I'm going to cut you loose. But until next time, Vaya con Dios, my friends. I'll tell you that life is great, life is great, life is good, life is beautiful. If you enjoyed this show, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Write and review this podcast and please share it with your friends. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.